Alrighty, welcome everyone. We're back for the latest installment of MHIB Pod. My house is burning. This is the Vicelands My House After Show. Um, when you're listening to this episode and when you're watching My House Live, please use the hashtag MHIB Pod. Uh, I'm one of your co-hosts, Rain Coleman of the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast and such. Here, uh, ready to dive into this <laughs> dope shit. And I have my dope ass, amazing motherfucking international co-host with me. Go hey. ahead, let these motherfuckers know who you is. <laughs> hey y'all, it's Fallu as always, favorite from friends from the Game Podcast. And uh, I'm always here, happy to be here with you for episode 5, uh, after the yes. episode. Yes, 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 yes. Episode 5, Thug Realness. I... Okay, I'm gonna kick it to you. Any initial thoughts on the episode? Um, I I enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Um, it was giving me, um, what, like we are into the gig, you know, as a overall. Yes. Like we have okay, we have laid out the stories, the struggles, and all of that. Now this is ballroom shit happening. This is like the politics mm. and what you know the the ins and outs of. Uh, ballrooms things we're getting into like the nitty-gritty of all of that uh in this mm-hmm. studio episode that was that i enjoyed a lot because before that it was thing that it was like people's path you know like personal mm-hmm. um experiences and all that but in this episode we are getting the ballroom scene as a whole like the how this the whole mach- machine works a little bit more mm-hmm. so yeah i enjoyed that a lot Yes, yes, yes. Same here, same here. I do appreciate ah this show. Like I can't, I can't say it enough. I fucking love this show. Like I'm, I'm in it. And um, like you said, we've gotten the introduction of the characters. We've gotten the solid backstory. We're getting more. It's like we're getting layers constantly being pulled off yes. of left and right. And Very I, so. I fucking, I love it. And I don't. Oh my god! This this show can't get any better unless you increase it to an hour and and and, and like add more episodes. So Viceland, I know you hear us. Increase the the length or at the very least the amount of episodes because I yeah. I'm in it. I'm in very it. Much so. mm-hmm. I'm here. Yes. <sighs> okay, let's uh, let's get to it. Uh, <laughs> let's get into it. Yeah, so we open up with homegirl Lolita. Yes, ma'am. It's Lolita. Yes. And I am so happy. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, so what were your thoughts on this scene with her and, geez, I don't want to mess up his name, uh, Japan Balenciaga. And I didn't catch the name of the girl who was sitting at the table with them, but they're pretty much prepping her, giving her pointers. Yeah. The coaching part. Um, I thought mm-hmm. it was really interesting to see that part, and I I really I, I live for the fact that they have like coaching people in the house. Mm-hmm. Like everybody has mm-hmm. their own like position. It looks like a corporation yeah. a little bit sometimes. Like okay, um, and this is what what we'll see like later on with um, other houses try to get tatty, but everybody mm-hmm. has like a position in the house and know what they are doing, and having him as the coach. Um, of Lolita was like really like a great thing to see because you don't get to see the behind the scenes like if, when you go to the ball you get to see the people dancing performing with this whole other like world behind it you know uh, leading to the balls and um, mm-hmm. to see like Lolita on the on the roof walking you know and coach and he was like coaching her because I believe that was her first ball I'm not sure might be wrong but it was like one of know. the first really big mm-hmm. gig for her so she was really stressed about yeah. it but to, to see like her coach um like giving her her all the advice she needed and she i think for the category she needs to encapsulate the um an animal um yeah right and mm-hmm. she did it for for this like re- little rehearsing she did a really great job i didn't think she just yeah. she needed that much of her rehearsing but no yeah mm-hmm. I, I like this scene how, how about you yeah, I loved it. I loved it. One, we got more Lolita. And I, yeah, we stand Lolita. We do. <laughs> yes, we yes, do. boo. If you're li- I, uh, Lolita, I know you're hearing this, right? No, I just, she, <laughs> ah, God, she brings me so much fucking joy. Between her and Tati, like, I stand for everybody. 
but because we haven't we gotten fame. as much like, Lolita, it is what it is. Right, right, right. They picked the bomb ass crew, goddammit. But really? no, since we do, we haven't gotten as much Lolita as we've gotten of the rest of the cast, except for Relish, but you know, I have feelings about that. Um yeah, seeing her more, I loved it. This episode I I'll say this. The the creative team behind this show is doing a damn good job at presenting us with a story. Like, we didn't... Lolita's arc, so to speak, she appeared, what, in two episodes ago? But then we find out that she actually was in the first... Well, she was at the event in the first episode. We just didn't see her. Mm-hmm. Um, then she's getting this training from... Was it Amaya? Amaya Ebony. And then we move on to her, like, it's like she's escalate, like she's elevating. Every every time we see her, she's improving. She was with the Juicies, then she uh, was with Homegirl in the hotel room, then she showed up here on the rooftop, ultimately showing up at the Dorian Corey Ball. And this, though we haven't gotten as much of her as everybody else, when we're seeing her, it's impactful. It's like... It is. I stand. I, I stand. I, I do stand. Yes. And, it's, and as always, for the whole show... All seems so cohesive and not staged and really like well paced. So it's like mm-hmm. everything fit in so perfectly. You like it, it looks like it should be a, a TV show, but it's like real life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. though everything's <laughs> happening, like and like everything matters and pushes the story forward in some type of way. But yeah. it's not staged at all. Like it's only you know actually looks people, lives, and experiences. So that is the way it's all displayed on TV for us to enjoy. Mm-hmm. It's so. Uh, fitting to the narrative and storyline they try to push forward, and it's yes, just, I don't yes. know, it just works so smoothly and perfectly. It doesn't seem mm-hmm. stage nor forced or anything. So right, right, right. I just love it. I just love it. And I think this next scene is so we have a leader, so on the roof, right? Right after mm-hmm. that, we get Jelani, mm-hmm. I believe, if I'm not sure, if yes. I'm not wrong. Yes. Um. So Jelani is shopping for. The uh, category is going to be participating in, um, which is Cool Boy with a Twist. I think Realness Cool Boy with a Twist. No, it's, I think it was Cool Boy Realness. Oh, School Boy Realness. Okay, okay maybe. Yeah, School Boy Realness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is really supposed to today. Um, yeah. Um, which I was like, okay, that's a that's a cute that's a cute category. Um, really enjoy it. So he went it for um for like a tox. Type of situation with you know yeah. little smoking thing, uh, which I liked, mm-hmm. very enjoyed, like the mm-hmm. colors and the jacket and all that. What I like about this right, scene right. is like this real last moment at the at the cash out. <laughs> uh, I was like, this is so real. This is so motherfucking <laughs> real, and and it's really no shade. It is really no shade because you know. I'm not gonna act and start on the street like I'm, you know, I'm really like, you know, balling on these niggas, which is not true. But at the end, uh, I don't, I don't remember like the the total amount of everything he wanted to buy, and yeah. he was like, okay, I'm gonna take the jacket, the scarf, the shoes, and we're gonna leave it there. And I was like, yeah, these people pour not only their energy and time into ballroom, but their mm-hmm. money as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, this mm-hmm. is no joke. Okay. Right, right, right. And I felt that. I, I think to to show us this moment, like, make it so real. You know what I mean? Like, to a level yes. that can connect with everybody. Because, you know, we all, yes. our, in our society, money takes a huge place, right? So mm. that was, like, I think that I really, really um, enjoyed to see. And really, like, made me feel towards every character in... What do I say, fucking character? Every people on the cast, because they're like every people. But yeah, yeah. How about you? Yeah, I fucking love this scene. I loved it because well, one, every time we see Jelani, this motherfucker spending money. He was at the shoe store. Now he's yeah, he's here. like. But like that aside, I really. The show, these are these. This is the. These are these people's lives. This is their actual lives. To see him shopping for his category and see him spending this money. And uh, it was something he said, you know, put that back. I don't want that. Like you said, I'm going to get just X, Y, and Z or whatever. And then going forward, there was a scene towards the end with Lolita. 
saying shit, now I can pay my phone bill and expressing that I'm putting my all into this. It's it's money. I'm putting my money into this because this is what's important. That's what she said. So just watching these people exist and be real and then go to these balls and perform, it, it's like you're rooting for them in a way that, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, if you can sit up and watch any housewife show, any love and hip-hop and all that shit, and again, there's a place for it, so I'm not... Um, I'm not shading it or trying to be messy or anything like that. But if you can sit up and watch all of these shows and you can watch your footballs and your basketballs and your all this other shit, you can sit up and watch this show because it's essentially the same thing. You're rooting for these people to win. And these are real mm-hmm. people. All that being said, I really liked watching someone prepare for a ball. Like we got, you know, Tati. Yes. And we see the shit that she kind of went through, like when she won at the um, at the Kiki Ball, and then we've seen Alex with his, you know, um, with the contemporary dance class. We're seeing how these people are navigating in their lives, but we're seeing Jelani prepare for a ball in a way that you wouldn't see Tati prepare. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, she would probably mm. go in and buy clothes too, but to get his story wrapped up in. Everything he does seems to always come back to being real, being this realness, being in this category, his everyday life, even the way that he's shopping for clothes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I uh, I enjoyed this scene to say the least. I really did. I um I, I liked Jelani this episode. So. Yeah, I mean, so I enjoyed I enjoyed uh, a lot. Um, so next to the next scene, um, hold mm-hmm. up, what what is it again? Because I'm having a, I'm doing a blank here. Hold on. Wait, he's not. Okay, I think it's Tati and um her, her friend Jacques. Yes, her son. Yep. We stayed a friends, bitch. Come on, Jacques. I was like, okay, yes. okay, I see you. I see. You. In my American name, I was like Jacques. <laughs> oh no, that's not. <laughs> I'm over here, I'm fucking Yankee and shit. <laughs> Oh, you look at Jacques. Like, nah, nigga, that's not that's not his name. <laughs> but yeah, Jacques. <laughs> I was not ready. Woo. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I was but not yeah. ready for Jacques. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I was. Yeah, so because I'm used Woo, to like my God. black okay. ass names like Marquis, Marquisha, stuff like that. So I was like, yeah, that's Jacques. Remembering at the Kiki Ball, no, Tati explicitly said, my son, Jock. Like, so, yeah, Jock and Ali. Yeah, my new. So, yeah, so we get Tati. <laughs> you ain't got to laugh at me. Like, there you go. <laughs> oh, shit. But, no, we get uh, Tati just whipping. Like, it, the funny thing is, because I've been to New York a few times, and when you see New Yorkers on TV, they're normally in a cab, in a subway or something. When I saw Tati driving, I was like, damn, for some yeah, reason, this driving, looks yeah. odd. And it wasn't bad. It was just like, why is she driving this car? Like, why is she not being driven around or something? But, but yeah, we get Tati and Jock, and I, I fucking love them. I love them, too. I like. I love it, too. Um, so uh, they are driving to a meeting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yes, with yes. two, I don't know if they were like overall fathers. The one was the other one. I um I didn't catch his title. I didn't even catch his name. My apologies, uh, sir. But no, I don't. I didn't catch his name. So we have uh, House of Lanvin. Yes, Lanvin. Mm-hmm. Lanvin. Uh, or Lanvin French, but whatever. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what's the what's the name of the other house? Lanvin and. Uh, for the the London, what's the name of their house? Yeah, there's, you gotta, there's two dudes, right? That are pitching on um, their business plan to like. Oh, their names! I do, and you know, honest, I wrote it down. I think it was Kevin. See, I I fucked up. I was so into the damn show this episode. Yeah, me too. I was not writing shit down like I'm supposed to. I believe it was Kevin, but I could yeah, be. But did the two dudes were like the part of the same house? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were both part of land. They were both land. Oh, okay. I thought they were two. Like, the, I, I don't know. I didn't get bitch, no. Oh, sh- I thought they were two different shit. houses. Like, put their thing to her and try, like, you know, get. Uh, oh fuck. Get the thing. Well, you know what? That may. Oh man, we're gonna have to cut this out because I think that may have been the case. But I thought they were both lambs because they only. That's all right. I'll, we can. I edit this shit out because I don't. 
Okay. Okay, it's okay. Um, um, I don't know. Perhaps you're right. You know, mm. as the kids, um, you know what? Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> all in all, the the whole scene was great because Tati was over here sitting, uh, you know, pretty and all that, and they were, you know, trying to like get her. We have this. We have a glam team. They can get to you. And, like, give you all everything you need uh, to get you prepared to, you know, to the next level. Because we can take, you're here, and we can take you all the way up here, right? And yes, it was yes, quite yes. funny how, as, like, a 007, um, and a, an amazing uh, 007 at that, she was, it, it made me, like, remind, it reminded me, like, a, a football. Like, hearing, for instance, the soccer thing, like, mm-hmm. football players are, like, traded for millions of, of you know, of Euros and all that. And it kind of reminded me of that a little bit. Like, she is a bad bitch, right? And every, like, right. team, every, like, big uh, house is, wants her. And she is just over here, you know, tr- like, and everybody knows that they want her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, she's, like, the, the bitch that everybody wants. Because, ultimately, she adds, and I think this is what she, one of her words, but she adds value to the house. Like, having her in their yeah, house helps mm-hmm. them a lot. Because mm-hmm. Tati wins and keeps on winning. And she brings yes. trophies to the house. And yes. that ultimately elevates the house as a big player in the bowling community. And mm-hmm. and I think, like, she knows that. That's why she is taking her time. Because at the end of the meeting, um, they were pretty much like, okay, so what? what how are you feeling about that? And she was like, I'm, I'm going to take my time and think about it a little yeah. more. Which I thought was smart. You know what I mean? We stand mm-hmm. a small bitch. We stand a bit a bitch that thinks first <laughs> and then acts afterwards. Okay? Because you want right, to see right. all these niggas what they gotta say because we've seen like one of these meetings, but I'm sure um outside of the show, all the houses try to c- contact her and get to mm-hmm. her too. I would believe that, right? Right. So right. there's a lot, a lot of different offers on the table. And I'm glad to see like because they were bringing it to her. We got like elections lookbook girl. We got all this and yes. a third. And I was like, okay. I mean, yo, what do you want her? Like, and I mean, she deserved yeah. every single, you know, bit of everything you guys are offering to her. So I was yeah. here for it. I was here for it. I wish for that scene. And I wish I was Tati. I was I wish these houses would come to me and be like, hey, so folks, listen, we got this, that, and a third. We want you in our team. Um yeah. we can do this, that for you. We can get you th- to this gig and all that. I was like, yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. They're living for her. They're living for her. And this yes. is all, all she deserves. Yeah, absolutely. I am uh, Team Tati uh, all day long. But no, I do. It, the other thing that I liked is that, and I, oh, I may have heard incorrectly, but I know Tati spoke to the overall house father of Lavin, and he said something. She was like, yeah, we're a package deal. No, he said, are y'all a package deal? She said, yeah, that's my mm. son. You know, he goes everywhere with me, which made me think, Will he be following her to whatever house that she joins? Because I don't. I, I think I, I think that, that that implies that if she is in the house, they take Jack too. And that is a bomb ass deal because I mean, not even Jack is not a mainstay on the show so far. He's kind of like one of the fringe characters. But Tati and Jack together look fucking good. They look yeah, good. They, not even just that they're attractive. They look good together. They mm-hmm. could you know. Same Jack is giving me like category face AF. Yeah, he, you know what I mean. Yes, like yes, he has yes. amazing skin. He looks good. Like he's pretty, right? So yes, yes, yeah, they look amazing together. And they motherfucking like did the runway with, with the royal thing. I'm still yeah, like yeah. gagging over that. So yeah, it's a yeah. great thing. Like they're getting two amazing additions if they were to take which. Um, you know, like, and and the thing that really gets me is that I personally feel like, and you know, it, it, it's up for debate or discussion. But Tati could start a house of her own. She, she could, could definitely. You know, she it, it. She seems like she has that power. Like you already have all these wins behind you. It's just a matter of collecting the infinity ballrooms and like just I, you know the thing with houses and all that. And and, and this is just me going on limb here. But mm. I feel as though houses, especially like in the New York ballroom community, yeah. are houses that have been here for yeah, forever. Decades. Yeah, forever day. now. <laughs> <Yes>. Right? <laughs> so yeah. to start a new one, Which, I think yeah. this I think hold on, listen. I think start 
and this is like just me then again thinking and not having like a, also like you know knowledge of what's happening but you would think that houses are i think a lot of people want to create their own houses but how right, much right. lasts you know what i mean yeah, that's what exactly. Just like with podcasts. Ain't that a word? Ain't that a motherfucking word? Listen. It's the whole word. The Oof, whole child. Word. Listen. Yeah. But it's because that's the thing, like, to have people in the same family and be so cohesive and have each other's back and, like, moving forward as a team and to cement mm-hmm. this bond into this ballroom community where everything is really judgy and it's like a tense yes. situation. I don't think it's that easy. And people in the bar yeah. room, like, oh, everybody is, is an entertainer, want to shine, want to be the star. So it's usually yeah. where there's a lot of ego, you know, in that place. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. to be the head of a house and tame everybody's behavior and have, like, yeah. a, a like a overall, like, great team, I think it's yeah. rather hard to do that. That's why they yeah. cling to this uh, institution in Staples as right. as those houses have been around for years now, right? right and the right, people that right, are right. at the head at the head of these houses are people that literally came. I'm and this is me. Then get going on limb, but that perhaps started at the very bottom and worked mm-hmm. their way through uh, to mm-hmm. the top of these houses. I think those it's like yeah. Harry Potter and Griffin, uh, like Harry Potter, you know, <laughs> Gryffindor and everybody else. Like it's not like Harry. Okay, I'm gonna do my own house. Gonna call the Potter head. And yes, yeah, get into it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's yeah. like it's an institution. This is how I feel yeah. about it. Yeah, and uh, I was referring to more or less not her starting an actual house on her own, but being but having that star power. Where if in a perfect world, relying on just her killing the game as a 007, that's enough clout for me. I think that you would be an asset. Because even if, you know, and nothing against her, but what if if Tati was unattractive, but she was still collecting all of these different trophies, like that that aside, she would still be sought after, I feel. But, you know, she is like the top of the top. And when she sat down with the guy from Lanvin, I was very impressed and I know it's just the way in which we're presented with these people because of the nature of the show Mm -hmm. but for these people to know that okay if for nothing else we we have Tati just like they said Tati and um well Alex what Alex said in the last episode when they were with the juices and he said look you got to bring it from the door. And that's what the Lambas did. They didn't wait around and say, hey, Tati, we can offer you no, this, no, this, no. this, and that, and then mm-hmm. hold on to the rest. No, motherfucker, we have a whole year's worth of balls that we're already getting house looks for. We are figuring out which, which ball is good for you, mm-hmm. which ball is good for the house. Which ball. Like, it's they pitched to her in a way that I felt like was very professional, and it showed her that even if you don't choose us, understand that we mean business. And if you don't choose us, we're going to see your ass at the next ball. It's all love, but we do mean business. And I loved, loved that. Yeah, and- like, yeah, definitely. To see what I said earlier about how houses kind of, like, function and, mm-hmm. as, like, corporate, you know what I mean? Like, businesses. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. is exactly what I meant, is they pitch their, like, business plan to Tati. Yes, yes. And that is what I like yes. the most. It's like... Because from an outside point of view, people might think, and this is what a point that I've already made on the show before, but voguing in the wrong way maybe sound like a hobby. It is a motherfucking mm-hmm. job to these people. Yes. And it yes. is. Yes. You know what I mean? And it's they are not just like playing around, thinking it's cute, you know, dressing, play dressing up and like dance. No, 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 ma'am. This is like, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, a, it's a job, right? And mm-hmm. to see them like showcase so much level of professionalism, I think I would have, if I were to say, I would have been like a little bit like intimated and, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and a little bit like, you know, impressed and like, uh, okay. I mean, I live for it, but you'll see like legit <laughs> and I, you know what I mean? I yeah, don't know if I would yeah. be able to live to the hype and because ultimately, even though Tati is mad talented, it's a lot of pressure on her. Yeah. You know, yeah, there yeah. is a lot of pressure because people are expecting her to deliver every mother fucking time you know what i mean mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know everybody's human everybody's perfect so i hope that um in the future she'll be able to um like just to, to be found regardless but uh, if i were her i would be i would be terrified 
I will be definitely terrified yeah. to not yeah. like you know how they have this uh, imposter syndrome where you feel like mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. hype you hype you a lot for things that you are doing and mm-hmm. even you can't even like appreciate the praise and all that because you feel you're not good enough and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is I think something that I really, really like. But that's not there here or there. But <laughs> um yeah, I feel as though there's a lot of pressure under stat tatsy's uh, shoulders and all that because as double saving uh, as a homeless you know without a house mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. bone house not a real house um, <laughs> yeah this is yeah this is my point yeah yeah they especially when right out the gate the guy um, the house of Lambin said we don't have any oh god did he say fem queen girls he, yeah he's, like, he's, yeah I remember he said um we don't have any like um, fuck. Hold on. He mentioned we don't have any like femin fem um, vogue dancers or either either yeah. vogue dancers or like feminine like looks yeah. or fashion. And that yes, so they could allow yes, yes. a lot of time for her specifically, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. I believe that they asked her what she wanted to do, and she said. Because yeah. she's going towards her, like her transition to when she go into more feminine categories. Yeah, was, and more fashion and yeah. all that. Yes, which was I, fitting for I, them um, because were, this is the path they went to go. It seems as if Lambin is the house for her, and of course we're speaking of what we've been presented with. But considering her issue with Mugler and about the new girl coming in, and not even about the new girl being competition, but just the fact that Tati felt like that new girl wasn't a good fit because of you know her character, because of how she actually is. When you look at the uh, issues with the Mugler, and then you look at what the Lambin presented her with. It seems like they're giving her everything that she would have wanted from the Mugler's, like, and then some. Not to say the Mugler's aren't good, aren't a good house or anything, but for Tati, just looking at the show itself from the five episodes, Landon feels like a good fit for her. Maybe that's why they were the only, you know, ones to be on camera so far. There may be more down the line who kind of request her appearance and like, look, this is what we can offer you, but... Looking at those two houses and what the thoughts and actions and should have been throughout the first five episodes, it feels like Lavin is the house for her. But again, we'll see where her and Jock will end up. God damn it. Yeah, <laughs> so. definitely. Mm-hmm. Whew. So yeah, so Lavin's cool, good. And again, I want more with Jock. We, uh, I think we went straight to jock and tati getting ready for the dorian cory ball mm-hmm. is that it yeah when they were yes. uh and i just i can't get enough of looking at the both of them something some you know how you watch a show like think of brooklyn nine nine you mm-hmm. were saying like how it got canceled and then everybody rallied behind it for me that's a show that i saw i saw an episode or two and then i was kind of aware of it i didn't understand how good that show was until mm-hmm. i watched a clip and they're giving me the same thing. It's like this unexpected thing that just clicks for me. Because we've we've seen Jock one time at the Kiki Ball. And now we're seeing him with Tati. And it, I can't even say it's like they edited it in a way to make him be more um, uh, appealing. Because that's not the case. This is a real person just living. But I say that versus like a main character or main staple like uh, Alex or like Precious or whoever... They're great, and we get so much of them. But for Jock, we've seen him one time, and now all of a sudden, I'm kind of falling for him and Tati together. I don't know if that if there's like a name for that, but seeing them on camera together, I want more of them. Mm -hmm. Like I want more of Tati by herself, yeah, but them together, I want more of that. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. seeing them together was rather rather cool. I yeah, I definitely get you on that. Uh, because they got they got chemistry when they were pre- preparing and all that they had like some yeah. uh, fun banter and all that so yeah mm-hmm. they definitely get to see more of that would be really really cool. Mm-hmm. I think the scene afterwards we get Jelani like one on one with him and mm-hmm. oh, yeah. um, I think it's like his process because we get like different shots of him walking and all that mm-hmm. and he uh, talks about his uh, youth. 
you know, as a young black gay man and and people and men and that's and his relationship to people in general and how he's not mm-hmm. that you know uh, he's rather uh, introverted. Yeah, when he comes mm-hmm. outside of the of the room of the ballroom, and he doesn't really like to deal with people and especially with mm-hmm. men, but he, but he kind of have to because he's gay, and yeah. uh, that whew, that. Whew, that I feel like Imashando girl. Listen, like <laughs> if I could not deal with me, I would have. I I do not. But I was mm-hmm. like, listen, me and me and you both says when he said that, <laughs> and ultimately yeah. he talks about um one specific uh, experience that he had with uh, a man that he dated in the past. I think it was sixteen at the time. Sixteen, yep. Yeah, was yeah sixteen. And pretty much what happened is he found out that the man he was with was positive. Mm-hmm. And so he didn't told him and might have, you know, contracted the virus afterwards. Yeah. Um, hopefully he did not. But mm-hmm. this is like the type of story that I'm glad that we are, are getting this story to. Mm-hmm. And why mm-hmm. I'm more glad of is like we're getting it at like episode five, right? Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in Paris is burning, um, HIV is a big thing because it's yeah. like, it's the nineties. Um, HIV is killing pretty much everyone, and it makes sense at the moment, right? Two thousand eighteen mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is like situation has changed, and because it's not a Tyler Perry movie, we don't have like HIV <laughs> shut up the bat, um, yeah. which is like no you no say, but you know what I mean. Like I liked that it was like yeah. a story that we get to hear later on. And like straight yeah. up in your face, hey, gay, black, HIV, go. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Get my point. So I, I enjoy that. I enjoy to hear about that. How you feel? I loved it. Um, I this this is one of those episodes that really I know last episode was like, oh, this is one of my favorite, and it, it still is. But this episode in particular really spoke to me because we're getting we've we've been presented with these. People, I keep wanting to say characters, these people so far. And we've already gotten so much of their lives that I felt like, okay, that's all we're getting. And then the rest will be fun and ballroom and whatnot. But we still, every episode, get more. Like with Precious' story, and then we get Precious' husband. And then the nature of their relationship. It's like, you're giving me so much. Then we get Jelani and his ideas about family and then we meet his dad and now we get this and it's just a fully realized cast of black queer people who again are not two dimensional snap your fingers sassy gay friend or very masculine butch looking trans woman that's presented for jokes these are actual people who are kind of have these lives and stuff that you can relate to like Jelani's story a lot of people may not relate to it word for word but just being young and dating and dealing with someone older and dealing with someone who may have uh, a mental issue or someone who may have some sort of uh, health condition it's just even with him describing what he likes i like a um a smart guy who's you know big on his health and taking care of himself it's, it's just pulling back these layers is forcing me to care more for these people mm-hmm. than the episode before so by episode 10 I'm going to feel like these my goddamn family members and, you know, whatever else. I'm going to be sending happy birthday cards and shit. It's just, come on, they're doing a good job. Like, yeah, Jelani, I really felt for him in this episode because it's, I know the struggle, being introverted and then having to be extroverted for things like the ballroom scene. You can't be a recluse if you want to get up and get your teens. You have to be a bit more social and a bit more confident and a bit more, out of your shell than you normally would be. So yeah, I enjoyed hearing Jelani's story once again. Right. Yeah. So this is my first major ball outside of New York. This is like the beginning of my ballroom adventure. out there, I guess, like, they're, 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 they're very well. Very, very well. There's something in the water out there, like, every 
me personally say, like, for some reason, they are just tough people. But no matter how fab you think you are, if you think you can't get voted over, you're going to be sadly mistaken. All right, so let's <laughs> get into the nitty-gritty of the show. Um, the nitty-gritty, come on. The ball. Yes, baby. Yes. God, so the, Dor- the Dorian Curry ball. Yes, yes. Uh, in homage of iconic, leg- legendary mother, uh, Dorian Curry, that we get mm-hmm. to see on the, you know, My Heart is Burning uh, documentary. Yes. Um, on this ball, we have Miss Lolita Benciaga, who is running the wall way. The, the, the wall way. Yes. The, the one way. <laughs> and let me tell you, Mama brought it. Mama brought it. She was giving you lip perd realness, right? Okay, she's giving you like kitty cat hairs and had yes. all the lip print uh, makeup on. Which, oh, I was, was it was really well executed altogether. Like, it looked polished. Mm-hmm. She didn't look crazy, you know what I mean? Because this right, is the right, type right. of look, you can easily look crazy and stupid, right? Yeah. She was giving yeah, me fierce, uh, feline type tea, and I was like, yes, mm-hmm. ma'am, yes, God. <laughs> she came to the runway like she was the finest tick on earth. And I was like, yes, yes ma'am, right? And the other yes. girls were bringing it too. Like, the other bitch she had to, like, compete with yes. had, like, a whole yes. unitard and a whole thing. And I was, like, a little bit afraid from the look she was serving that uh, she might, you know, I don't uh-huh, you, you, uh-huh. You, you, listen, you never know how things <laughs> go down in the runway. So I was a little bit right, afraid right. that mama, you know, over there might, you know, win the prize all that. But yeah. thankfully, Lilita came through. Came the fuck through. Yes. She served yes. all the looks she had. She took all the advices that she get from Maya and the coach and everybody. Japan. Mm-hmm. Japan, yeah. And uh, she, yeah, she went to the runway. She was absolutely amazing. She looked stunning from head to yes. toe. That motherfucking yes. like ponytail, braids. That shit. I was like, yes. yeah, she was giving me Beyonce. Um, yes, remember? Yes. Oh, yes. Yep. Ooh, come on, Kitty yep. Cat. Yes, she was. Yeah, let's go with the Kitty Cat. Now, iconic. Icon- I loved it. I was like, yes. Yes. L- we were watching that together, right? And I was like, yes, yes. ma'am. Come on, bitch. <laughs> yes. Yes. So we live. We stand, oh Lolita. We stand. We stand. Yes, Lolita, we stand, okay? I love. She, this motherfucker, like, everything about her. A bad bitch. Fact, okay. I. Let me, let me stand a little bit more. Lolita, like I said, we've, we've been presented with her kind of after everybody else. So mm-hmm. she's just popping up. Everything she's doing on screen is literally preparing her to win. She's with the Juicies. I mean, she hang out with Tati at the Women's March, but not, not counting that because it was more social. Mm-hmm. Then we get her in the hotel room. Then we get her on the fucking rooftop. Then we get her at this bar. And the fact that the category was, or what, what it called for was um, exotic animal. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. All these other hoes picked birds. Lolita picked a cat. She picked a feline. Yes, I'm ma'am. thinking, bitch, symbolically, you hoes can't win. She's going to, she wins just by showing up. Because how in the fuck you this little frilly ass yeah. bird and you think you really finna take her down? First of all. Then this bitch shows, oh my, I just... First. Everything, her makeup, mm-hmm. she has skin, the down. hair, mm-hmm. body, the walk, the and she. Walk. And I feel as if she's learning. Like, I let me see. I'm not an expert on runway. Um, I don't know. I think I could tell if something was very terrible, but if something was like good, but not as good as you know, I, it may be some gray area. I personally feel like Lolita fucking killed it and she's been taking cues from what she, what other mm-hmm. people have been telling her like she's smart enough as a, a then she's a cisgendered woman a cisgendered heterosexual yes. woman in this space which that's not unheard of when I was in the ballroom scene it wasn't many it's but a I was little bit unlikely younger. yeah for the place so to even see her now there may be a large market for it if so listeners please let us know tweet us MHIB pod but I don't I'm not aware of it. So mm-hmm. for me to see her get up there, go up against what I assume were other cis women, if not, you know, either way, she she killed it. You are a feline, killed these fucking birds. Then when homegirl showed up, you, you, mm-hmm. I, I just, look, I I knew that there's no way I was going to be pissed off if yeah. we've gotten this far and she lost. And I know it wouldn't have been a fault of the show. No, it would have been, you know, real life. Because that happens. But I, oh, I was... 
I was okay with, you know, kind of going getting ahead. I was okay with Jelani, and we'll talk about that when we get to there. Yes. But for Lolita, who's been working her ass off, and, th- like, all in all, I stand for Lolita, goddamn. Yeah, we, we do. We do. We stand a bad bitch. <laughs> we stand for Lion Queen. Yes. You know, Queen of the Jingle. Yes. Okay, and she came to the runway, and I love, like, yes. she, the attitude. Because the whole, like, mm-hmm. the whole outfit, the makeup, the hair, everything was really cohesive. Looks absolutely mm-hmm. astonishing, and girl was giving the whole fantasy. But the way she yeah. served it to the girls, mm-hmm, the way she did mm-hmm. to the children, it you, you had to pick it up. You yes, know? I mean, you couldn't like yes. look away. You couldn't deny her because she came to the room mm-hmm. and she was reading. Even though she was like all the way down there, you look at her. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right, right. That's her. true. Because that's the thing. Because mm-hmm. you are run, you're like uh, walking to the runway. You're like there's like four or five of the bitches doing the same thing. You need to captivate yes. everybody's gaze on you, and I rem- yes, and yes. I remember like being like, "This bitch, this motherfucker, she did the mother damn thing." And I was like, "You know what, Mama? I see you, yes. and you, oof." You said, and this is like uh, after make I totally bit. I love the, her glasses. I just, I, don't yes. know, I think I love her. It, yes, it gave her like a, some sort of I, like. I'm getting a beer. I don't know. It reminds me like, uh, the, have you seen this um, uh, interview Azina Banks at the Breakfast Club? She has some glasses yeah. on. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. this kind of look is kind of sickening, but that's just me and my personal yeah. fashion taste. Whatever. Yes. Miss Louis Pepin Saga, you're doing a damn thing. And yes, ma'am. Like, you, <laughs> I live for you. We live for you. Yes. Okay, sis? Yes, yes. Whew. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> All right. Yes, shout out to fucking Lolita and her mm-hmm. dope ass uh, glasses, eyeglass wear. She, I, I will be pumping that up too. And really quickly, I want to comment on the Dorian Corey ball. This Ooh, yes. ball was beautiful. It look now, of course, we're looking at it. I've never been, but we're looking at it through the lens of the Viceland camera crew. Mm-hmm. But the way in which this ball was set up looked very kind of like a high end clothing store. Yes, yes, ma'am. It's uh, even the um, separation where, like, we saw a lot of the other balls. It was kind of aggressive and organic where people just congregated this had the like partitions this like uh red carpet mm-hmm. uh, security the, the because there's some always some niggas fighting <laughs> you can see yes, niggas nowhere yes. no motherfucking yes. where there's always gonna no. be someone's fighting it's like ugh. okay take it outside please uh, true true but yeah, I just the Dorian Corey ball looked aesthetically. It was very beautiful, and all the motherfuckers that showed up on camera, who showed up they the ball, fi- Ooh, they were fine. handsome, beautiful, listen, sexy, listen. pretty. Like everybody put their best foot forward, mm, and I, I loved it. Ooh, listen, the man, the man, when I go, ooh, yes, ma'am, ooh, the niggas oh, were fine. Some, some of them, ooh, as, like these niggas were. Fine. Uh, li- listen, I need to. I need to find me a boo. I need to go in these like. This motherfucking. Oof. Oof. I like the realness. Like women twist category. Right before the yeah. uh, um, scuba realness or not. Mm. This nigga were like, oh yes, ma'am. All right, I see. Some of them were like, yeah. ooh, yeah, ooh. Come on, I'm I'm over here like thirsty and all the people that we never met. But no, I like. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Yes, yes. <laughs> you don't get your... <laughs> but no, I feel like it's. This is another thing that I really appreciate about this show. This is a celebration of blackness, of being a person of color, yes. and being your like being so fucking. <sighs> okay, you get people who are attractive men and attractive women on TV and, and magazines and all this other shit. But this is adding another layer to this ballroom shit. Where, yes. Some might see it as a hobby. Some ain't going to take it seriously or whatever. But there is a sense of legitimacy that we get from these balls that is built on years and years of these type of events. And so when we see this camera, uh, well, when the camera sees this sea of beautiful men and women and however you identify, but all, but specifically men, it's I really like it because it's showing that you don't have to be the... And I'm going to be really careful with what I say and kind of try to uh, come back and explain what I'm saying and why. But you get more than the sassy, effeminate, overweight butt of a joke. You're showing that these people, this isn't a scripted show. This is real life. These people are really there. They paid their money to go to this ball and to compete. I hate when you hear the, oh, you you too cute to be gay. Or you, you know, I can't believe you gay. You so handsome and such and such. And this... 
was like all the receipts you need to be like, okay, bitch, that's all fine and good, but you can shut that shit down because gay men, just like heterosexual men, bisexual, pansexual, and whatever, come in different shapes and sizes, and all of them aren't supposed to uh, look like some very petite or overweight butt of a joke. Mm-hmm. And I I say all that not to say as if you're um, uh, a stereotype or you're unwanted or ugly if you're... Uh, overweight or thicker or heavier or if you're really small i'm saying that to say that this is what we're presented with usually is this token person who is just this is the gay stereotype but when you see that ball and you see all these different men mm-hmm. you see more than any, oh my God, i just i really appreciate it yeah like, and that's even, yeah that's why that show does so much for us as queer folks of color it does displays uh, a wide range of who we are as people and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like I said, like we said, like in episode one, it's really like fubu. It's really like for us, you yes. know, what I mean? because we know, like we we know what's up. We know how we came in different shades, different mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, shape, sizes, and all that, all the above. Yeah, and it's amazing. It's just amazing, like to see all of that. And like I said before, this nigga will find. All right. Um, <laughs> now we get to the to Jelani's categories, right? Yes, schoolboy yes. realness. Schoolboy realness. Yes. Boy, schoolboy realness. And uh, um, so, unfortunately, Jelani gets chopped, which mm-hmm, implies mm-hmm. that he couldn't participate in category because it didn't fit uh, some sort of um, unknown criteria. Yeah. Because clearly, he wasn't aware of. Because apparently, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. you had to have like some sort of um, how you call them. A uh, poster, some type of um, yeah, just a poster board with your picture, uh, like like your com- campaigning to be like, like president. Campaign okay, campaign sign. Sort of. All right, yeah. and Delaney didn't knew that, so we got the chop. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is bullshit. I was bad. I was pissed. I was pissed. To listen. Okay. And I okay. kind of get it because I know, and I and this is me watching shit ton of, uh, like ballroom videos on the internet. I know that this happens a lot. People get chopped yeah. uh, for the categories because they didn't have like one piece right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Everything needs mm-hmm. to fit the category. Yeah. For instance, one category was um, uh, goddess and goddesses, right? And mm-hmm. they had to have wings. Of everybody has yeah. to have wings. This one bitch came into the thing. She comes and she, like they let her vogue and all that, and she like she vogue the house down boots. But mm-hmm. afterwards, niggas are like, "Oh, but ma'am, we didn't see, but we didn't, you're not, you have no wings, so uh, no mm-hmm. wings." You know what I mean? So it's like mm-hmm. I, I was mad, but I kind of already saw it happening. Yeah. So I was like, "Okay, this is the rule. This is how it works." It's really like, like I said, I think earlier on our episode, like it's really regulated. Uh, a lot of mm-hmm. rules, a lot of, of you know, hard rules that you cannot, you know, avoid mm-hmm. for the sake mm-hmm. of fairness, I believe. But. Mm. I was mad. I was pissed. I was pissed with Jelani because he rehearsed. He spent money on this. And mm-hmm, he was mm-hmm. nervous because this was his first ball outside of New York. It was in, uh, yeah. in Philly. And mm-hmm. he went to, to do good. And to be chopped like that, it must be... Must be because I would... Personally, like me, <laughs> I would have cried. I would have been so mad. I would have cried in my eyes. You couldn't tell me shit. I would have been like, okay, let me leave me the fuck alone. Let me cry. And let me like you know what I mean because I like I would but Jelani is like better than me definitely and yeah. really like um, his um, own reflection of the whole situation was quite um, like he's he's a strong person strong minded person and does not yeah. let that that uh, you know bring him down so that, that I really enjoyed of him yeah I I I only half agree. I have I have a couple of different issues with Jelani at this ball. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like he went ab- above and beyond. You know, he got his fit together and great. I'm okay with him not. Well, I'm okay with him getting chopped because, like he said before, I think in the first episode, um, you know, sometimes shit, shit, sometimes shit happens. And then even this episode, he said you can't get mad at what you can't control. Yes. So I'm okay with that because pretty wise man. You're not gonna win them all. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when these people. Alex has been preaching, and pretty much every other person in the show bring the shit from the door. 
I don't feel as if Jelani did not do well. I feel like he did not do more. Mm. I feel like everyone has these posters. And before, when I thought they just brought them just to bring them, I was like, okay, Jelani, you should have thought of something else. But if that was a part of the criteria, I am... I, I don't know how I feel because the commentator who was part of the House of Mizrahi... Yes. ...didn't pass that information along to Yeah, Jelani. That, that was odd. That was really odd. And, yeah, and another and that thing was a problem for me. That's that we don't, for whatever reason, we don't get to see Jelani with people of his own house or just people in general. You know, he always mm-hmm, attends mm-hmm. to these events by him. I mean, that's not true, but we see him at these mm-hmm, events by, by himself, himself. And it's okay. like, because everybody seems to have their own support system. And like Lolita mm-hmm. says that having her people around and, you know, cheering her up. Gives her the energy and the fool she need, you know, to serve yeah. all the looks she serves. Tati has even someone that she's competing against will be mm-hmm. her, be here for her and like you know, right, right, let her right. weave right at all that. And for Jelani, <laughs> it's like nobody's there. You know what I mean? So that first mm-hmm. is like, uh, that's weird. Second, you make it a, a great print. Like the the, the commentator. Which, who is in uh, Jelani's house should have told him. Yeah. Second, uh, third, and I, and I leave it here. I get to a point where I think this is like when you should bring it to the door. Like every motherfucking like category, you should think of the category, give mm-hmm. what the assignment was, and then go an extra mile. You know what I mean? Like yeah. get a, mm-hmm. an extra you know prop with you that will yeah. you know be more cohesive to the whole look. So. In the school situation, the 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 the, the poster boards were cute, but you could have, um, I don't know, a motherfucking like um, a backpack with a bunch of you know thing with it, yeah. and I don't know. We, you could it's true that he could have gone could have gone like farther than that, but yeah. perhaps his mind mm-hmm. was more uh, focused on the dancing and the voguing part of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a strategy. It depends. I, I just hope he learns from this. Um, and then I was thinking, like, okay, the, the commentator, maybe... God, I, I don't know what to put this on because I don't want to blame him. Like, oh, you should have told him such and such. But then when he spoke to the commentator, he asked, like, you know, are you good? Do you, where are you staying? You got food or whatever else. And it's like, if you have this closeness, but then again, maybe be, with the nature of Jelani's attitude, like you said, he doesn't mm. really like to be around people. Maybe sure. there wasn't a time to even have that conversation. You know, Jelani might only be around his housemates, you know, at bars or prepared. So I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm, I, I feel like Jelani could have done better, but I feel like this was a learning experience that going forward, he, he will go that extra mile. Cause even yeah, though New York is a big city, that's his hometown. Yeah. You know, Philly ain't your hometown. People do it differently in Philly, LA, Dallas, Paris, Canada. They're going to do it different from your hometown. So you can't rely on, in New York, I'm the shit and I'm doing this and that. You got to... Step your game know, up just, a I little bit he, more. He could have did better. Yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely could have. It definitely could have. But he's witty wise. And I think we'll, like you said, this is like a learning experience for him. And afterwards, yeah. I definitely believe that he is going to like, okay. I've been there. This is what I've done wrong. Let me mm-hmm. adjust my uh, perspective and yeah. the way I handle these categories and move forward from there. You know what I mean? This is only going to make mm-hmm. him like stronger than ever because he's right, really right, right. wise. And that's something I appreciate a lot from Johnny and that makes me care about him a lot. He's like, he's really yes, wise yes. and always have some amazing words. I'm like, yes, Jelani. I feel that in my mm-hmm. shine though. Yes. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I think like, though. yeah, he, if there were someone to more be me in the show, mm-hmm. it would be Jelani. Mm-hmm. I think it would be yeah, like, okay. I'm like, Jelani and I like, we see out of eye. Like we, yeah. he, you know, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. He, I really, Jelani is just like the quiet storm. This nigga is just, mm-hmm. I'm doing my shit. Like, and he's unapologetic. He's very much, yeah, he's I like, love that mm-hmm. he aspires to do realness with a twist. Like, he, he aspires to be able to vogue and be able to pass as this, you know, quote unquote, heterosexual male and to be able to get, like, he, I really, I really like Jelani and I'm rooting for him and I want what's best for him. Yes, <laughs> As the Tyra says, I am rooting for him. We are all rooting for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Right. God, God damn 
So, um, <laughs> here we are. Um, yes. Who was your favorite? Oh my God, my favorite. Uh, from what you, from what I gathered and what you uh, said, it must be like Jaquees, right? <laughs> Jaquees. <laughs> Don't come from, from my American ass. Yes, Jacquees and Jock. No. <laughs> this is... I don't... Oh, my God. Yeah, Jacquees. No. Um, My favorite... Honestly, it's between Jelani and Lolita. And I can't... And I like Jock and I like him with Tati. But before I, you know, ascribe a favorite to him, I want to see more of him and see how far he's going to actually go in the series. Mm-hmm. But... A favorite I'm thinking I'm thinking my favorite was probably Jelani for this episode. Okay, um, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, I And what's your favorite scene? I, ugh, my favorite scene, um Ah, and that's a tough one too, because I really like Jock and Tati speaking with the Lanvins because the Lanvins really Yeah, that me. was a great scene. Oh, but then um Lolita at the end winning that prize was so right? black girl magic, black girl joy. Like mm. So I don't, oh my God, I'm so torn. But because of my MVP, I'm going to go with the uh, Tati and Jock speaking with the Lanvins. That's, that was my favorite scene. Okay, cool. Um, My favorite of the episode is Lolita. Okay. Um, we get to see a little bit more of her. We haven't had like a mm-hmm. backstory yet on uh, mm-hmm. Lolita, but we probably gonna get that uh, anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Now, like still five episodes to go. But yeah, Lolita favorite uh, character. Sorry, mm-hmm. uh, person of the show. Um, and I've heard scene must be a lot. There were a lot of good scenes on that show. There were. Um, oh, but I, I have to say. Um, Jelani shopping that was real that was real as shit and I was like <laughs> ooh from a bug bitch or another like I failed that I failed that I, it really one of the one of the this moment and the one with his dad was t- yeah. one of my two favorite moments so far because it's a moment where I connect with, this, with the mm-hmm. people the mm-hmm. like oh my god that moment and also when yeah. Tati was talking about struggling, you know, and being, uh, remember? I think it was two years yeah. ago. Yeah. And, yeah, those, those, one of these moments, I'm like, I am so, like, I'm connecting with people at such a, like, a deep level. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so that. And, um, so, yeah, that was my favorite oh, scene. Okay, so, who's your MVP of this episode? Um, it's really easy. Is Miss Lolita Balenciaga. Okay, good. Okay, because I was going to say, I know we ain't about to have to argue. Are we? Because Lolita Come is on, my she MVP. shut the house down. There's no need to debate. <laughs> she came to my crew. Yes, yes. Showed her girls, little little boy yes. friends. They couldn't take it. She won. At yes. the end, she was so motherfucking happy. And to see her win, mm-hmm. actually, it was so, like, so genuine. You know, she didn't, like, yes. she, 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 she's a bad bitch, right? And she knew she was about yes. to do well. Mm-hmm. But, she was still like shocked to win, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because Tati yeah. on episode one, when she won, she was like, "Okay, I mean, I do this. Like, it's right, right. <laughs> like, I mean, y'all be gagging, but I came right. through. I, I Vogue gets a trophy and get home, right? Clock in, clock out. Right, right. But because it was her first thing, our first real big gig, and I'm, I'm not sure if it's the first, but one of you know first shows and all that uh, mm-hmm. for her to win. I was, she was like so motherfucking happy, and I was like, "Yes, Lolita, you deserve it because you you did work your ass off, and you ate that. You really ate all of that, and this girl couldn't take." So yes, ma'am. So MVP of the yes, week goes yes. to Miss Lolita Balenciaga. Yes, yes, Mama, you yes, did Mama. that. She, yes, yes, ma'am. I and, and she, I love that kind of like with Tati and her friends mm-hmm. when. <clears throat> Like, last episode, I feel like Amaya was coming for Lolita, and not even in a malicious way, but, like, you know, the Ebony's is, you know, better than Balenciaga. Like, it felt I mean, as if it was, like, It makes sense, though, like, for her to come for, you know what I mean? Like, ultimately, yeah. 
her loyalty lies into the ebony. So With her help. Right, she's gonna right. be like a little chair, you know. But it's I think it's really yeah. amazing how from like another house they still embrace mm-hmm. Lolita. You know, yes. this, I'm like, yes. this is amazing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I um yeah, I'm I'm here for that because I feel like we her story arc is is it's it's good. Like we we have her on top. Like she's one, you know, and then even her um her brother, uh, Cash Balenciaga, he won as well. Mm, the same yes, category, the, but for yeah, men. He was like Zebra. Was like, he, he looked amazing. Yes, was like, and yes. that shit, yeah, he looked good. He looked good. Mm. He, he did that. And I just, I'm, I'm so happy for her now. I'm hoping that we get more of her backstory going forward now that we have gotten this high that she's on now from, you know, winning. But, yeah, it was no question Lolita was going to be my MVP, like, hands down. It was Lolita. Yes, like, man. It's God. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Shit. Okay. So what do you what do you rate this episode? Um, I'm rating this episode a solid eight. Okay. Eight amazing shows always. Great. The producer value is amazing and everything is great. Mm-hmm. But we are not seeing no Alex. You're not seeing Precious. We're not seeing <laughs> Relish. And mm-hmm. I mean, Alex and Relish, we get it. And you made a great point that perhaps they were out of the country because you know mm. um, they're quite popping, so they can't be here every time. Yeah. Um, mm. Relish is someone that we haven't at this point have seen the least. Yeah. And yeah. I hope that will change because the last thing we've seen in is just him being mad over yeah. some shade and yeah. I don't think that mm-hmm. it's like a great position of who he is and it's not really like tri- because everybody ha- had the chance so far to be rather like tridimensional right and we yeah. can see yeah. look, uh, a lot of different aspects of who they are but yeah. really we just, we just see like mad village because he lost or mad village because somebody shaded him you know what I mean and it's like mm-hmm. I would like to see happier village or um Rich, like we can get to know Rich a little bit more because I think he deserves, yeah. as everybody else in the cast, to yeah. get his own story told. Yeah, that was honestly my reason for my rating as well, and I do have it at a solid eight because though he may not have been, I feel like we've been in New York enough that even if he couldn't have made it to Philadelphia, this is yet another episode where we haven't gotten much of him. And if he's top billed in the top six cast members, then I want more from Relish. I want more from him. I want more than him just being angry, like you said. And I feel like it's justifiable angry. Like a lot of the time, oh, it's like, damn. Definitely. You know, definitely. It like, doesn't it feel makes like sense. he's just making shit up. Oh, no, right, no, no, right, no, right. no, 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 no. We, like when he so, met, he, like, he met on purpose. He's not crazy at all. Yeah. He's just that. Right, right, just, right. This is the only thing we are seeing him in as far as, yes, yes. you know, aspect of his personality. Mm-hmm. So. And that that's why I'm I'm giving it an eight out of ten as well because it's just it and it, it I don't know again these are real people so any number of things could have happened like he just didn't want to film that day or whatever but the fact is he is a top build ca- uh, cast member out of the six and we have seen the least of him and uh, and I just I want more of him so yeah that's why I'm giving it an eight out of ten but this episode cinematography editing oh uh, girl like it's off the roof as always. Like, yes, don't yes, get to his so, girl. Um, Iconic. <laughs> so yeah, that's I'm I'm all here for it. This was dope as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck. So, what do you feel? Any final thoughts or anything about episode five? Uh, Thug realness. So ne- the the previews that we have from the next episode is gonna be like uh, New York Fashion Week, and you know, like I, I believe so. Like I'm a look queen, right? I love a bitch that can throw a look together and look sickening. So <laughs> I cannot wait, right? I cannot yes, wait yes. for these mm-hmm. bitches to like slay the one way and the actual like um, you know um, Vogue esque type of one. Yeah. You know what I mean? What I mean? So yeah, mm-hmm. really like high couture type of moment. Like I, I cannot wait. Yes. I cannot wait. Oh, yes. Alex and Tati both look fucking amazing. Mm, Tati, especially, like, in her black dress and then on the runway with the dark gothic look. Like, they are... Tati just, looks I'm here sickening. For it. it doesn't make no sense. Like, he, I'm like, bitch, like, how dare you? You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. Like, the nerve. How can you look this like, good? You know what I mean? 
Say and out. anything, mm-hmm. everything she puts mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. that motherfucker wear a paper bag, and I'm sure she'll make it look good. A like, bad bitch. We stand a bad bitch. <laughs> true, true. Oh fuck. So yeah, I'm looking forward to next episode. Like this was fun live tweeting as well. Um, also, listeners, please live tweet with us when uh, my house comes on live <laughs> via Viceland on Wednesdays at 10:30 p.m. Uh, 10:30. Eastern time, uh, 9.30 Central time, and so forth and so forth. And if you're in France, it's at 4.30 in the morning. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's let's please point that out. Uh, and thank you, Falu, for being so damn dedicated <laughs> to this motherfucker be up early in the morning for this my house uh, is burning damn shit. I mean, we stand, so we might as well. But, <laughs> right, right. Oh my god, and shout outs to the cast. You guys have been very supportive of this show. Yes. And we do appreciate it. We motherfucking do. Look, we, we want a season three, four, five, and six of mm-hmm. my house. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that would make it three, four, five, and six if my house is burning. So understand we in this for the long haul, y'all. We are. <laughs> so. Yes, ma'am. Yes, God. Okay, okay. Well, um, let everybody know where they can find you when you're not here on My House is Burning. Well, when I'm not on My House is Burning podcast, I'm on another show called Get Into It that uh, is out every Tuesday. Uh, we can find the show on Facebook and Instagram and Facebook at Get Into It Pod. And um, this week on the show, I have the Love Examiner. Uh, his name is Anthony Black. And we have a Kiki over the World Weddings. So you might want to check that out. Cool. Links will be in the show notes, everyone. And since we're just giving out what's going on, I do have a Mr. Jordan Clark, uh, comic book fame, comic book writer um, of Bitch Planet fame. He'll be on my show. You know, he has a little Kickstarter. We want everyone to go ahead and try to support and whatnot because uh, this man is doing great things. A, a comic book writer of color. Yes. So that's that's very important. So, yeah. Um, meet us back here, guys. Same time, same station, all that good shit. Live tweet with us. Use the hashtag MHIBpod. Please go on to our respective podcasts and give us these five stars. Review. Let us know you listen to the podcast and um, kind of tweet with us. If you're listening and there's something that you want to know, something you want us to talk about, something that stuck out to you, tweet us. MHIBpod and say, look, talk about this shit because I didn't like this or I did like that or whatever. Um... I don't know. Again, thank you guys so much for supporting. We love you. All you motherfuckers are fierce and all that good shit. So until next time, uh, fucking Team Tati, uh, Thug Realness, Jelani, uh, keep your chin up, bro, and all that good shit. All right, bye, Miss Banji. (laughs) Bye, (laughs) y'all.